Ready to boost sales and grow your business without the BS? Welcome to the Business Growth Show. I'm Sam Dunning, a digital marketing, sales, and business growth evangelist. Tune in and subscribe today as I'll be interviewing business leaders, experts, and entrepreneurs from around the globe. We'll be sharing actionable tips across marketing, sales, and growth without the BS to help you skyrocket your business. And welcome back to a fresh episode of the Business Growth Show. I'm your host, Sam Dunning, and co-owner over at webchoiceuk.com. Today's a bit of a special episode, actually. I've got Gabrielle Shields interviewing me on the Building Brandurance podcast. We're talking all about lesser-known ways to generate more leads from your website. Without further ado, let's jump straight into the episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Building Brandurance podcast. We are here joined today with Sam Dunning of Web Choice UK. Sam, it's great to have you on the show. Today, we're going to be talking all about lesser known ways to generate more leads with your website. Now, Sam is the co-owner at Web Choice, host of the top 100 marketing podcast, growth, a business growth show. Sam and his team build websites that generate leads and sales for businesses. Sam, good to have you here. Hey, Gabrielle. Thanks very much for having me, dude. Always always good to chat with you, my friend, and looking forward to getting stuck into how business owners, how people that run a website, how marketers can get more bang for their buck out of their websites. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And Sam recently had us on his show, so we are just returning the favor. His podcast is absolutely amazing. So if you have not checked that out, go to the Business Growth Show podcast and check that out. But Enough about that. Let's jump right in, Sam. So we're talking today about lesser known ways to generate leads with the website. So, you know, when it comes to websites, a lot of people think I just need to, you know, put up a website, um, just get one built, kind of the whole build it and they will come kind of thing. And we know that that doesn't really work. So tell us a little bit about, you know, what would be your first suggestion on how to even approach looking at a website? Sure. So perhaps we could we could start with what not to do. Um, okay. So perhaps let's let's look at it from the angle of I mean, a lot of businesses, a lot of companies, um, and we've been guilty of this in the past too. Just kind of look at a, a fresh website or website redesign for the sake of doing it, because they mm-hmm. kind of sometimes think it's a shiny thing, it's a cool thing we can do, it's an online presence. Um, whereas perhaps the best way to look at it is instead of designing your site from the mindset of what do I think looks good? What do I think looks cool? How do I personally think this, this could work? Get inside your customer's mind. So ultimately they're the people that are going to give us the, going to be giving us their cash for their their hard earned cash for our services or our products. So ultimately we really need to make sure that this website appeals to them, that it engages them. Is it helpful to them? It's a useful resource to our idle clients. So before we start designing it and making it all whizzy banging, because that's what we want, we need to kind of get that out of our mind and realize that if we actually want this as a tool to grow our business, which is the whole angle of this show, generating leads, we need to think of it from that perspective. So that's the first point. And I'll go into some tips on, on how you can do that and how you can utilize kind of ideas from your clients. Um, so crafting a site, I mean, ultimately, Building a website is something, yes, you can do yourself because there's plenty of website builders out there. Um, likewise, you can you can employ a team. Now, should you go build it yourself? Possibly, if you've got some expertise, but it's, it's bearing in mind kind of the time that's involved to do some research into kind of what you want to get out of the website, who you're going to be targeting for the website, 
and the goals for the website, i.e. is it just to point prospects to, to kind of build trust with them that you're delivering a professional service, that you've perhaps check out your reviews um, and perhaps it's only a shop window or on the flip side, does this website need to be a tool to, as we're going to talk about, generate leads? So does it need to do all those things to showcase your services, clearly demonstrate how you can help people, but also push them along the journey so convert them from just browsing to just having a look at what you offer to actually taking that next step and whether that's giving you a call whether that's filling in a form or basically requesting more information let's say you're a b2b a service provider then probably um, requesting some kind of details from yourself to make an inquiry so taking that next step so that's yeah that's that's kind of the the foundation of it before you even get stuck into design you really need to think of what do i as a business as a marketer want to get out of this website before you you start designing before you start developing before you start playing around so i'm not sure if you've got any questions off the bat on that gabriel yeah, that's actually fantastic information. And yeah, so let's dive a little deeper. I love that you mentioned that, you know, it's it's less about what we like and what we want um, as a business. And it's more about let's focus on what will actually, you know, deliver that end goal to the customer. And you talked about the difference of, you know, doing a little bit of that research and knowing. So let's talk a little bit about where do they start then? What is What are they actually looking at to generate those leads? Where would they, what would be the best place to start in terms of doing that research and figuring out what does my website need to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's there's a few ways you can look at it. So a few, few good ideas, few initial ideas, talk to your existing customers. Um, so I mean, a Absolutely. lot of businesses, you might already have a site up. So if you did have a site up, you could literally talk to your some of your existing customers. You could say, perhaps organize a, a 15 minute call, something like that, and just say, look, how how easy did you find our website to, to navigate when you're first looking for us? How did you find it? Um, what was good about it? What was useful about it? What was perhaps some downfalls? What would you improve? How easy was it to contact us? Um, could you find all the information you were looking for when you're on our site? So running customer interviews. So interviewing existing customers are always going to be a goldmine. Um, if you haven't got any existing customers, then perhaps as a very starting point, you could reach out to friends, families, hope. But ideally, we want people that aren't biased. So people that aren't going to spin it in a positive way. We want the cold, hard truth so we can work off real real feedback um, rather than people that are going to be like, yeah, I really like it. It looks good, even though they don't necessarily think it does. So understanding that, um, so good existing customers are always a good start starting point. If you do have a mailing list already and perhaps you're working on some initial design concepts or you have an old site, you can utilize that mailing list so you can run, um, perhaps give them some kind of incentive to ask a survey. So you run a survey to your mailing list and you perhaps ask them similar questions. So on a, what's what's most important to you about a website? What what kind of resources would you like on there? Um, are there any competitors that are doing a better job than us? If you have got a site, how easy is ours to navigate right now? Um, could you find everything you're looking for? So just these key questions, really. So then you're literally, rather than designing on what you think is going to work well or look good, you're, you're literally getting the words from your ideal client's mouth because they're telling you what's working well, what's tricky, what they want to see there. And that's giving you some great data. If you have already got a site, there's, there's other tools like Hotjar where you can run um, heat maps and you can also put user surveys in your site to, to get that data you need. Um, so those are some starting points, whether it's your existing customers, whether it's friends or family, if you haven't got those or, um, or contacts, just, just so you can get that data initially to make sure you're not designing that site around your own ego, but we're using real customer feedback. I love it. I love it. Now, that brings up a really good point, you know, in terms of, 
you know, we've come across many clients that say, you know, I have a really great website and they, they don't do that work. So what are some of the things to, for them to look at to even know that they need to do this? Because when we talk about generating leads, a lot of times people get caught up in the beauty of the website, right? I've seen beautiful websites that do not convert and it doesn't matter that they're beautiful. So what are some of the things that you would, you would advise people to look for in their website to see that they need to do this work? Okay, so there's nothing wrong with having a beautiful website. Um, the the where you don't want to get too worked up on it is going too artsy fartsy or, or however you want to put it, because clarity is king. Um, ultimately, if you're going to spend marketing dollars or you ha- you've got a marketing team that are going to be driving traffic to this website, we want to make sure within two to three seconds, as soon as someone lands on your site, they know exactly what you do exactly how you can help them and exactly how to do business with you. Um, so something I'll talk about a, a lot, great book, Donald Miller, uh, Building a Story Brand, something called The Grunt Test. Without going to it, into it in too much detail, what it means is could a caveman, if he was chucked a laptop inside his cave with your website on, could he within three seconds of seeing your website grunt exactly what you do, how you can help him, how to get in touch? If he cannot do that, if he can't grunt, so in our case, web choice, can you grunt? Um, we help the businesses grow. We provide digital marketing and I can get a free quote today. If you can't do that, I need to work on our website. And likewise, with your business, your service, your product, if you can't chuck that, and one way you can test that is if you've got an elderly friend, if, if it's your mom and dad, if it's your grandparents, chuck your website in front of them. If they can't quickly say exactly what you do, how you can help someone, how to get in touch, it needs work. It's not clear enough. You're wasting marketing spend, marketing dollars or marketing time from your own team. So that's the first point that I'd, I'd make sure clarity is so important. A lot of people try and make things too fancy, but if the messaging's not clear, they're going to go to a competitor that is. Um, and likewise, on that note, we need to make sure that your website is fast loading. So ideally, you want your, your page speed to be under two seconds. There's a tool called Google Page Speed Insights, and there's a bunch of other tools as well. So if you just type into Google, like Page um, Speed Insights, there's, there's other testers as well. We can type in your website URL. It'll tell you how quickly your site is. So ideally, you want it well under two seconds, because if, if, if your site takes longer than it takes for me to make a cup of tea, I can guarantee that someone's, again, headed to a competitor that loads fast, especially bearing in mind, kind of on the general, 60% of searches are on mobile. So you've lost someone before they've even had a chance to look at your content. Um, so those two points, very, very important, speed and then clarity of messaging. And then before before we go further, we want call to actions. So I mean, looking, let's say you've got a homepage, you've got a landing page. Above the fold, typically you're going to have, and by above the fold, I mean before you need to scroll, you're going to have probably a menu nav, your value prop that we just talked about, then probably some kind of call to action. So if you're a B2B consultancy, that might be get a free quote, request a call. If you're e-commerce, that might be view our product range, or if that you've only got one product, maybe shop now, something like that. So clearly direct your user to how you can help them and how they can take the action. Um, and then, I mean, feel free to stop me at any stage, Gabrielle, because I could keep going on and on. But there's I'm, No, this is all great information, and I think this is what people need to hear. Business Growth Show is sponsored by Vidyard. In today's digital world, getting the attention of key prospects can be a tricky task. Emails and phone calls are often ignored and meeting up in person is rarely an option. And that's exactly why tools like Vidyard have become so effective. Vidyard is a free app that makes it easy to record and send custom video messages that truly stand out and generate more responses. It's a great way to introduce yourself, to showcase your personality and to create a more personal connection from your very first outreach. You can sign up for your own free account today at vidyard.com 
forward slash BGS to start sending your very own video messages. That's vidyard.com forward slash BGS. The show is also sponsored by Web Choice. Are you tired of hunting for clients? You could be missing out on regular inbound opportunities all because your website isn't on the first page of Google. Perhaps you're already spending money on marketing, but your website is failing to convert your hard-earned visitors into a consistent flow of leads and sales. Want to learn more about WebChoice's unusual approach that brings idle clients straight to you? Book a free digital marketing assessment today at webchoiceuk.com. That's webchoiceuk.com. Um, let's talk a little bit then about you know some bad call to actions because just having a call to action above the fold, does that always work or are there some call to actions that maybe are like, let's avoid that because it's not clear enough. You talked about clarity. So are there clear call to actions that we really want to focus on? Yeah, I mean, there's there's a few ways you can go and you can test these things. So we can use tools like um, Google Analytics and various other analyzing tools to really understand how well our call to actions are actually converting visitors in terms of click through and actually making the inquiries or making the purchase. Um, But I mean, as a general rule, I would say, make your call to actions um, as clear as possible in the sense that they're going to deliver this. So whether it's get a free quote, that links them to a form where they fill it in and you call them or email them to give them a quote, whether that's shop now and you're directing them to view the range. So rather than just vague call to actions that don't really say what they do on the tin, I'd try and say, make your call to actions as descriptive as possible and quick hack if you've got a lead form. So let's say you're a software as a service company, you want people to request a free demo on your lead form where it asks their name, company, email, number, instead of saying submit, as that call to action as get my free demo. Um, So descriptive call to actions have been proven to get a better conversion rate. So it's just something to consider. And other things you can try is changing the colors of your call to action buttons. So making they re- making sure they really pop on your web page. So like my orange t-shirt now, you'll see if you're on the video, apologies if you're listening. But um, on our own website, for example, our color scheme for our call to actions is orange. So it's completely different to the rest of the page. So making sure your call to actions really pop, again, helps with conversion rates because they stand out from the rest of your design and your copy. Um, so that's one thing. And then, yeah, moving back, I mean, no one's going to actually get in touch with you, is going to give you that lead, is going to give you their data, their details, unless they trust you. So there's various ways you can build trust throughout your website using something called social proof. What the heck is social proof? Well, social proof could be a number of things. That could be reviews. So it could be that you've got some kind of key reviews or Google reviews on your homepage or your inner pages nicely spread out. It could be case studies. So perhaps portfolio pieces or examples of work that you've carried out for clients. It could be testimonials of happy customers. It could be accreditations. So some relevant firms in your industry that you're accredited with, some awards you've won, all that kind of good stuff. Um, but don't get mixed up. I mean, going back to the messaging, so many companies that I, that frustrate me is when they, they say on the homepage, like, we're award-winning, we're the best in class for X, Y, Z, we are so good. Uh, no one cares. All, all people care about is how can you help me pro- solve my problem I, um, in our case, we, we help businesses um, generate leads and sales for their website. Simple message. What, what's your offer? What, what is the problem people come to you with to fix? Put that in your headline. Don't talk about how good you are because no one cares. They want to know how you can fix their problem, how they can make their life better. Um, so those are a few tips. So we can get into driving those leads um, a bit further in a sec. Yeah, definitely. That's awesome. So we've talked about let's, let's be clear. 
Let's have good call to actions. We've got a fast site. We're testing it alongside of of all these these uh, reviews that we're doing. We're we're seeing what people how people are feeding. Uh, giving us feedback, putting it in front of grandma, Nana, seeing how can she navigate it on her own. Awesome. So yeah, go ahead and expand a little bit on that a, l- a little more then. Yeah. So mostly now I've just been talking about kind of your initial landing page or your homepage um, in terms of that side of things. So then going on throughout throughout the site, we want to make this essentially the website a useful resource so we're being clear in our messaging we're being clear on our content we're making sure our menu navigation as well is nice and easy for people to navigate on their pc on their tablet on their mobile um so yeah thinking about on the, on the range of easiness on the range of clarity um, being clear we want to make it as easy as people to contact us if they wish to so let's say they're going for our website they're they're learning more about what we do how we can help them perhaps our services perhaps our pricing we want to make it as easy as possible for people to give us a call for people to fill out a form for people to email us or perhaps even live chat and appreciate live chat might not be suitable for every business so we don't want to limit people to one channel to get in touch with us so we don't want to make people go all the way to the contact page fill in a really long form and that's the only way you can do it because some people prefer to speak on the phone um, some people will prefer to manually email you. Some people prefer live chat um, or some people will prefer forms. So give people more options and that's a better way to, to enjoy more leads because you're giving people the flexibility to reach out to you on their channel of choice. Also, on that note, make sure your call to actions are clear and consistent. So, for example, a quick hack, if you've got um, on your mobile view, if you can make your menu fixed, so as people scroll up and down your site, if that can stay fixed to the top, you have your menu bar there. If you can have your main call to actions in your sticky menu, so as, as you scroll on desktop or as you scroll on PC, you've got your menu bar fixed, and perhaps that's got a call icon, and perhaps that's got your main call to action fixed in that header, whether that's click to call, or whether that is get your quote or, or view our products, whatever your option is you want people to do. That's just a nice and easy way. So people have always got that call to action front of mind no matter whereabouts they are on your site. So it's um, one one issue I see with quite a lot of websites is they might have great content, they might have a great looking site, but their call to actions aren't consistent and easy to access. So that's just a quick way you can generate more inquiries. Um, and yeah, following, I mean, throughout your website, make sure you're, you're giving people useful information on your services, you're answering their questions about what they do, utilizing things like great copy, videos, infographics, et cetera, to really give people answers to, to what they're searching for, which is, is going to help you both in giving a great, great user experience, but also in terms of your SEO, so your search engine optimization, your organic position on Google. Um, and then moving things forward, just, just little things like if, if you do need people to fill out a form to get in touch with you, make that form nice and easy to fill out. So there's nothing worse than having to fill out an essay when you want to get in touch with someone. You know, your first name, yeah. the school you went to, your mum and dad's name, your maiden name, your dog's name, your pet's name, Blood what type. you had for dinner. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then then you get to your phone number, then yeah. you get to email. It's like, I've already fallen asleep before I filled out your contact oh, form. Yeah, totally. So keep them short and snappy. And that's that's not going to put people off um, and make it nice and easy for, for people to get in touch. So those those are some general rules. More than happy to dive into anything you want to in more detail. That is absolutely awesome. Yeah, actually, um, we're almost out of time here, but I mean, you've given so much good information in such a short amount of time. So, what I'd like to do is just take the time. You know, we talked. You talked about. You know, it sounds like a lot of it is about clarity. You know, it's just it's being as clear as possible. Specifically, thinking about your user and what they need, and guiding them through that process, making sure it's the, even even coming down to load speed that that's a user experience 
uh, position, right? You're, you're making sure that that loads fast so they're not sitting there going, you know, okay, anytime now, you know, looking at their watch. So any last um, tips that you would give or anything that you would want to wrap up with here in terms of some power tips for them to, to take all of this information, all this great information you've given and really run with it today? Yep. So clarity is king is still my message. So if you're unsure, if your website's doing a good job, like I say, don't get distracted by your own ego. Stop thinking, oh, I think this looks really good, so it's fine, even though it might not be producing the goods. So don't be afraid to ask your peers, ask your colleagues, ask your customers. If you haven't got customers, ask contacts, um, friends, family, what they think of the site, how fast it loads, how easy it is to understand what you do, how you can help them, and also how to get in touch. So if, if they can't find your call to action, if they can't easily call you, email you, or make an inquiry, then how the hell can your customers? Um, and then, yeah, start leveraging social proof. So make sure you're leveraging reviews, testimonials, accreditations nicely on your site. Um, just bearing in mind all these things. Um, and on that note, Google recently released a update for something called Cool Web Vitals. So a big ranking factor. So a big thing in terms of getting your site ranked on Google is providing a great user experience. So if you nail all these things in terms of page speed, in terms of easy navigation, um, in terms of really answering your common questions that you get from customers in your copy so in your information pages then you're you're halfway on the the journey to getting your site well ranked on google plus you're you're about to enjoy more leads on the basis that you are marketing your website effectively to your prospective clients that is awesome well, Sam, again, thank you so much. I think all of the information you gave is going to be super helpful to anybody listening or watching this today. Um, so, Sam, tell us where can they find you if they want to learn more, if they just want to connect. Where are the best ways to find you? No worries, Gabrielle. So, firstly, thanks very much for having me on. Um, but, yeah, please do connect with me on LinkedIn. I post digital marketing content pretty much every day. So, a few tips on there. So, Sam Dunning. Um, otherwise, check out the podcast, Business Growth Show. We interview business leaders each and every week to provide actionable tips to help you improve your marketing and grow your business and sales. And finally, if you're tired of hunting for clients and you want more inbound opportunities through your website, through your marketing efforts, then get in touch with us at webchoiceuk.com. We'd love to chat to you about website, digital marketing and SEO. Awesome. Well, thank you, Sam, for coming on the show. Thank you all for listening today to the Building Brand Endurance podcast, where we help you to build an enduring brand. Sam, it was fantastic having you. I hope you all had a good time listening to this, and we will see you next time. Brand Voyage. <laughs>